The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Pastor. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He is the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Hoppy Hour. Other stations are tuned in too. What's going on? This is Hoppy Hour. I am your host, Ryan Hoppy, hanging out with you for the next hour. Call the show, leave me a voicemail. 856 49 Hoppy. It's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me, Radio at gmail.com. And also, if you're listening via the iHeartRadio app, you can always use the talkback feature and leave me a message, and I always will be sure to get back to you. Oh no, Liam Hemsworth almost broke up with his girl. This is the news of the day that affects all of us because if he would have broken up with his girl, man, our lives would have been doomed, I tell you. Liam Hemsworth and Gabriella Brooks just took their relationship to a whole new level. The couple made their red carpet debut together at the premiere of the actor's latest flick, Poker Face, in Australia on Tuesday night. It makes sense that uh, Liam Hemsworth would have a movie called Poker Face, because if there's an actor that has a poker face, it would be Liam Hemsworth. For the event, Liam looked sharp in a classic black suit. Of course he did. While Gabriella dazzled in a gold shimmer dress. I want to hear a report where it's like, oh, they, they look hungover as hell and we're, we're, we're wearing pajama pants. You know what I mean? And all these clips, they go, oh, they dazzled her. They looked amazing. Like, yeah, they're famous celebrities. That's their job. I want to have a red carpet where everyone just looks like trash. Not only did the outing mark the pair's red carpet debut, but it also debunked speculation that the two broke up earlier this year. Back in August, reports surfaced claiming Liam and Gabriella went their separate ways, noting that Liam allegedly, quote, didn't want to be tied down. Yeah, I can see him having PTSD from dating that cheater that no one talks about, known as Miley Cyrus. And what I mean uh, that nobody talks about, she officially waited until she was separated from Liam to begin banging Caitlin Carter. <laughs> She was like, I'm officially single. Now I'm going to bang women, which is fine. But there was no uh, crossing there. There was nothing that was going on. She waited until she was officially single. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. But by the looks of these new photos, it's seemingly safe to say that their relationship is as good as gold. Uh, the breakup rumors in August were probably, they were like not really digging each other. They banged some other people and they're like, we look really good on the red carpet when we hang out. We have this presence about us. Let's just do an open relationship. Because here's the thing that you learn 
when you cover celebrity news is uh, these are all famous people, but they're no different than us. They just have the money. I don't care how famous you can be. You're no different than us. Also, I can imagine he's hard to date. Not like in a bad way. You just can't read his face. You never know what he's feeling, what he's digging, what he's doing. But it's a little hard. The Hunger Games star started dating the English actress back in 2019, admitted his divorce from Miley Cyrus. Yeah, she is the rebound. You know? But then again, it may not be fair to her or anybody else because if you uh, break up with somebody and then date the next person, of course they're the rebound. They're the next person. You know what I mean? Liam's older bro, Luke Hemsworth, once told Access Hollywood how he and his family supported him through the very public breakup. They're like, good, you got away from that sociopath. If Miley Cyrus was a man and she did what she did, she would be crucified. But people go, oh, she was just exploring her sexuality by banging a woman on the side while technically being married and not officially separated. If that is not called being hypocritical, then I really don't know what is. I do, I do and, and, and I, I, I want to say this um, as respectfully as possible, Luke. Yeah. You know, my heart went out to Liam you know, dealing with the, the, some of the personal things that he had, has been dealing with recently. And I wonder as a, as an older brother, um, what might be the kind of, you know, advice, what might get over it. She's a real imbecile. Be the kind of, uh, loving on him. The best love after a breakup is a rebound. Also the best love is when you get the tough love from your bros, like, uh, this video right here from Jacko. You know Jocko? He's that guy who like served in the Marines, I believe, and he's been on Joe Rogan before. And uh, he's big and muscular, and he's got like his own juice in that. And he's got a video about breakups that is fascinating because it makes you realize that uh, not I don't want to say you're better off or anything, but like the breakup happened for a reason. You know what I mean? To all the single dudes out there, move on. What's going on? Straight up, straight up. Okay. Move on. Forget them. They are lying. Oh, really? And they are untrustworthy. Oh, wow. So move on. Now, sometimes this can be hard, especially if they've somehow tied themselves into your life. Yeah, that's where the advice from Jocko doesn't really work in this sense. Because if you have kids, you can't just get rid of her. You can't go, bye. Especially, like, for instance... You get the kids involved in a yeah. divorce scenario. You you can't move on, but you have to mentally move on. You have to. So much easier when you're just, you know, not tied down. You know what I mean? I cannot imagine having kids and then going through a divorce. Shout out to all of you. I just find it fascinating, man. Like, you got to deal with that person forever. And that person hates you. And that person wants to bring you down. And you got to co-parent with them. My goodness. If you ever are not really sure what you're doing with your life. 
And if you're ever wondering what you're doing in any relationship, just be glad that you're not Jason Sudeikis. You know what I mean? They didn't really seem like the healthiest of couples, you know, even with that nanny coming out. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. This is an embarrassing thing. Oh, I can't like, wait. Like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> what, that you're Jane Kramer? Not wait. Jana Kramer is dishing oh, about her time dating Chris Evans. I didn't go down on him, thought we broke up. That was what she said the other day on her podcast. She's like, I'm just not really into that. And I've been through like a million guys and not even because I want a high body count. I just can't find one. Jana reveals that she once dated Captain America himself and confesses the cringeworthy reason why she thinks the romance fizzled on her Wind Down with Jana Kramer podcast. Jana shares that she went on a few dates with the movie star more than a decade ago. I was 26-ish. He was the sexiest boy alive at the time. He had like just done like the Scarlett Johansson movie. Like he was like, okay, you know, but he was young. And he did Scarlett Johansson. Younger, yeah, like he was definitely known, right? Okay. Like it was Chris Evans, like he he's bit he was in he, he was in, but he wasn't Captain America yet. Okay, but he was like the heartthrob. He was handsome. That's all you got to say. You're talking about a lot while saying too much. Cutie. So we went on a few dates. Can't remember how many dates it was. I just remember the last date. In regards to that last date, Jana says that Chris invited her over to his house while he had some friends in town from Boston. Hell yeah! <laughs> She's wondering, uh, should I uh, go over there? I wonder what the uh, event's going to be. A famous movie actor wants to have me over? wonder what it's about. Does he want to play cards or whatever? If you didn't get what that sound effect uh, was supposed to be or what that was reflecting, uh, then you don't get raunchy, lowbrow humor. She says that she headed over after eating some asparagus and later used the bathroom, which ended up being, quote, so embarrassing. I had asparagus. Okay. Girls poop. Who cares? As long as you spray and you don't do it around me, I don't care. I, I don't care. I'm so embarrassed about it. What's weird, a girl going to the bathroom, going number two, is less weird to me than a girl passing gas. You, you know what I mean? Like, that just seems grosser. I don't know why. But uh, Jane, Jana Kramer is really uh, going through the uh, edgy topics. Why I don't give men oral sex and I pooped on a third date. I mean, she's really killing it. Guess. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I've no. heard the story. Yep. Keep going. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> For dinner that There's night? There's nothing you can do. There's just not one thing. Well, That's one thing I often think about is like, if you're rich and famous and you're going out to eat and you're getting this huge meal, this hearty meal, getting a ribeye and whatever, you're going to need like a two-hour intermission with some toms and uh, space between each other. Well, so I went to the bathroom and he immediately went after me. 
<laughs> He's like, oh, we can do a quickie. And like this. Did he have asparagus too? No, it was oh, just me. Broccoli no. kind of guy. <laughs> All right. This podcast sounds great. <laughs> so karma has hit Kelly Ripa. For the longest time, Kelly Ripa's been one of the most sexual people out there. I mean, it's almost uncomfortable. Me and my husband that totally doesn't cheat on me, we bang on every single part of the house. And he talk about it on TV and everybody's grossed out by it. And then her son gets named Sexiest Man Alive and she's, you know, in awe. Whoa, what, what a concept. When you're a very sexual family, you're going to have a sexual son? That. This is a Consuelos. Oh, my God. Next-gen Consuelos right there with Daddy Consuelos over his shoulder. Michael is one of the sexiest people alive. Yeah. Are you kidding one me? One of next-gen. Kelly Ripa. I love that fake acting that. Can you believe it? She seems like the type of person that gets push alerts to her phone and doesn't like it. Yeah. Are you kidding One me? One of the next gen. Kelly. Can you imagine having to lay next to that at night? Are you kidding One me? One of the next gen. Kelly Ripa seemingly just found out her eldest son, Michael, is one of people's sexiest men alive on live TV. In our family, everything is left unsaid. <laughs> yeah. This was, this was in 2016, and after the last five years, everything was said. We bang on the kitchen counter. We bang all day. Oh, God. And it's not even like she's ugly, but it's gross. It's like, we get it. You have intercourse. <laughs> During Wednesday's episode of Live with Kelly and Ryan, yep. Kel's co-host Ryan Seacrest brought out the mag and showed the 25-year-old's shirtless snap alongside a throwback pic of his look-alike dad. Ah, uh, they do look alike. What a concept. Kelly's hubby, Mark Consuelos. I mean, it is his sperm. And the mom of three was shook. <gasps> oh my God, my son grew up. He would tell us, so we'd pick up a couple of copies for the grandparents. <laughs> what, a, what a real laugh by Ryan Seacrest. Copies for the grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> We blinked, unfortunately, and now they are grown adults. It's I love when parents say that. We blinked. No, they just grew up. I, I, I get it, but we blinked. It's funny, I forget that they look alike until I see, like, photos of them. Yeah. Like that. It's crazy, It really right? is crazy. <laughs> that person in the audience. That's so crazy that a father would look like his son. Photos of them. Like that. So crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's really is <laughs> crazy. Clearly, crazy. I'm not the only one who thinks they could pass as brothers. I, know. I always considered you just a handsome, lovely fellow, uh, conscientious, hardworking, diligent, respectful. I, I mean, you don't have to compliment me anymore, baby. You have complimented me a lot, Kelly. I mean, I, I know I'm all these things and more, but my goodness, thank you. I mean, it's very well appreciated. Fellow, uh, conscientious, mm. hardworking, yeah. diligent, yeah. respectful. Uh. I had no idea that you were considered sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're like 
the self-proclaimed sex queen on TV. She never officially says it, but it's the personality she puts out. Uh, don't be surprised when the sex queen has a sexual son. I always well, found his father to be sexy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. In one sentence, she's like, how dare my son be sexy? And the next sentence, I like banging my husband. Can you imagine like the um, sounds through the wall of him laying at night? He's like, man, mom really believes in God tonight. He's a great husband. He's a great father. He's a great guy, but he's a great friend. That's the greatest thing. He is a friend. That's the dangerous thing is uh, when you're dating somebody and they're your friend, it's like you're going to lose a friend if you break up. So you got to hope that Kelly Ripa is with Mark Consuelos forever and ever. I mean, we're not hoping because we're sick of hearing about it, but for her? And if you have him as a friend, you've hit the jackpot. As for Michael, he couldn't help but gush over his famous parents during a chat with the mag about the high honor. I can't wait to hear what he says about his parents. <laughs> My parents went to great efforts to just kind of raise me as uh, a spoiled brat. You know, quote unquote, normally as possible. Like I didn't. Yeah, well, you're so normal. You can relate to the average Joe, man. Really, no things were different, except I grew up with them on a soap opera. Now Michael is following in his mom and dad's showbiz footsteps. I mean, what else is he going to do? Go into accounting? Starring alongside Jenna Dewan in the Lifetime flick, Let's Get Physical. Yeah! I mean, everything is sexual with this family. A film produced by Jenna, Kelly, and Mark. I respect your parents so much. What is she going to say? Oh, your mom's an imbecile and kind of annoying on set. Of course they're going to compliment the parents. Kelly and Mark. I respect your parents so much, and I think just personally I respect and like professionally what they have been able to create is amazing, but honestly, they're just really good people. Yeah, I like that they that they uh, create, created you, man. Creating you is one of their big accomplishments. You know what else is an accomplishment? Mila Kunis going out on a date with her husband to a Lakers game. Why the... How would you do that? And I'm not going to even say her husband's name because he ruined two and a half men. I don't address him for that. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher know how to have a perfect date night. The couple sat courtside at the Los Angeles Lakers game versus the Brooklyn Nets at Crypto Arena in Los Angeles on Sunday. For the fun outing, the No Strings Attached star wore a purple and white Lakers hat, a gray and black flannel shirt, and black pants, while the Luckiest Girl Alive star wore a long sleeve white shirt and gray pants. The couple was all smiles throughout the game as the Lakers beat the Nets 116-103. to They should go to every game then, because the Lakers don't seem to win a lot of games, but Mila Kunis goes, oh, they're real winners. At one point in the night, Mila even put her arm around Ashton. Whoa! That's what couples do! Wow! I mean, that is just out of this world nuts. She put her arm around her husband, who never cheats. Breaking news! The pair are longtime Lakers fans and have been spotted sitting courtside at games before. 
And that isn't the only LA team they root for. They are big Dodger fans, too. Earlier this year, they participated in the ping pong. Wow, that's so hard to be a fan of the two big teams in town. I mean, now if they were like Clipper fans and Charger fans and Angel fans, I'd find that cool. But they're big supporters of the teams that are popular. Wow, you're really going on the on the edge there, man. You're you're really proving a point that you're a bunch of bandwagoners. Fans too. Earlier this year, they participated in the Ping Pong for Purpose tournament at Dodger Stadium, which was hosted by pitcher Clayton Kershaw and his wife, Ellen Kershaw. During the event, they smiled as they competed and posed for pictures. Ashton and Mila have been by each other's sides for many years. The Besides the nights when there were other people, and then they're by those people's sides. Oh, the, this relationship is so monogamous. <laughs> Get out of here. Pair first met on the set of That 70s Show in 1998, but didn't start dating until 2012. Yeah. They tied the knot three years later in 2015 and shared two kids, seven-year-old daughter Wyatt and five-year-old son Dimitri. That well, 2015's going on seven, currently going on eight years. They were married for seven years and their kid's seven years old. So either she immediately squirted out a kid after, I mean, that's such a crude way of describing it. She gave birth to a kid after their honeymoon or she was at the altar pregnant. She's like, let's let's rush this uh, wedding. I, I don't want to have a baby bump at six months in, uh, in the wedding dress. Come on now. Back in October, Mila told Access Hollywood about the first time Ashton told her he loved her. Your, your real life is a rom-com. I just, uh, Ashton just talked about uh, the first time he told you I love you. I think there was some tequila involved. You showed up outside your window at 2 uh, It doesn't matter how well-spoken it was for him to have tequila and go, I love you, Mila Kunis. But my goodness, he wasn't getting any action that night. Not because he is being obsessive outside of her window, but because he had tequila. I mean, that's not going to make you perform. Now, some people might uh, perform after tequila, but not me. Talked about uh, the first time he told you I love you. I think there was some tequila involved. You showed up outside your window at 2 a.m. Tell me about that. Did he get the story right? Yes. Uh, yes. There's some. Can you imagine if any other dude did that? <laughs> <laughs> you have some drunk deadbeat from Largo. I love you, babe. While drinking a <laughs> drinking like a tall boy of like uh, Bud Light or whatever. Are you right? Yes. Uh, yes. There's some. It was. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily. Yeah. No. It was right. He was right. It was about three months in, but he was right. Yeah. Wow. Sounds like the relationship going great. I mean, it is going great. But when it begins on creepy vibes like that, like, think about it this way. Like I said, if any other dude's outside a woman's window, I'm drunk as hell. Hey, I love you, babe. Oh, they are just said, they are told to just go away and never come back again. But it's a famous actor. Oh, he's so romantic. He's just, he's a real darling. Speaking of sad news. ET has new details about Aaron Carter's final days. 
All right, I actually forgot that Aaron Carter died. Not that I don't respect the fact that Aaron Carter died. It was just one of those things where, like, I didn't cover it last week. And uh, it was really depressing the last few years seeing Aaron Carter being Aaron Carter. And what I mean by that is this. He was going on like that No Jumper podcast with that creep known as Adam 22, who somehow is a hip hop tastemaker, even though he's got a sketchy past that everybody overlooks. And you had Aaron Carter going on there looking high as hell, and Adam 22 is just exposing him and making himself and making Aaron look like an idiot. And Aaron's like, yeah, we're best friends. And Adam 22 is like, I'm a sociopath. I don't feel emotions. That's why I interview girls with daddy issues for clicks. Also, it's weird as hell, man. You go on like Spank Bang or any of those websites, and like Adam 22 will literally just be like banging his wife on camera. And you're like, I've seen you in a podcast, and now I'm watching you bang three people. Like, what does the world come to? As his loved ones and fans mourn the singer's shocking death. Yeah, I just, um, you know, my heart goes out to his family. Yeah, just Lindsay a lot Lohan. of love there. Aaron died on Saturday, and we've now learned that the night before... I, I mean, let's go back to this real quick. I, I, I mean, if this was one of the most insincere, I'm sorry he's dead announcements, it would be this one. <laughs> Lindsay's like... Talk to my lawyer. I don't know what to say about this maniac. Death. Yeah, I just, um, yeah. You know, my heart. Um, yeah, my heart goes out to him and his family. Heart goes out to his family. Yeah, just a lot of love there. Aaron. A lot of love there. Yeah, I totally love him. Aaron died on Saturday. and we. I bet Aaron Carter and Lindsay did so much cocaine. <laughs> We've now learned that the night before, he missed a therapy appointment. And you know, they're like, oh, he's a goner. Sadly. I love making music. It's definitely my happy place. Oh, uh, you should have made more music. The LA County Fire Department also confirms to ET a welfare check was made for Aaron on September 20th. Since his child star days, Aaron's personal struggles took over the spotlight. You know what the hopes of the future are, are this. Don't what? Uh, by the way, Aaron Carter, once he got the face tattoos, he just went from like like uh, troubled, famous child turned adult into like maniac. He was like messed up, but when he got the tattoo, it was just a whole nother level, man. You know what the hopes of the future are, are this. Don't come at me the wrong way because I, I, will, I will fight to protect my rights. And according to reports... What does that mean? I remember there was like a fight he got into with uh, new kids on the block fans like 12 to 17 years ago. This may have even been like in 2004, a long time ago. And he beat up all these new kids on the block fans. And he was quoted as saying like, don't mess with me. And I was like, wow, duly noted. Are this. Don't come at me the wrong way because yeah. I, I will I will fight to protect my rights. And uh -huh. according to reports, he had been working on a show about recovery titled Group. That's sad. What? I have advice for people out there that are trying to make something and they're using a word that's often used. Um, 
if you're going to name a show like group or manifest or any of the shows with one names, use a word that people don't use because your Google presence is not going to show up. You'll have to have a really good show. What I need is people to understand yeah. that I'm human okay. and I make mistakes just like every, every other human in this world. On Tuesday, Aaron's rep tells ET, quote, he was on a path to making amends with so many people in his life, and among them, Nick Carter. He's always been that brother that's been like a father figure that's been. Yeah, I want to believe that, but then you have Nick Carter saying that he didn't have a relationship with him. So sadly, Aaron was kind of lying. I mean, they they were good, like publicly. It seemed like it was this. Nick Carter would say publicly, he would tell his publicist, just announce that me and Aaron are good. And then they would announce it and then Aaron would go, Yeah, me and my brother are good. But I don't think they were ever I don't think they were ever in the same room communicating how good they were. Like, I'm gonna push you. We're learning Aaron was happy because he had made peace with his brother, who he loved. Quote, Aaron looked up to Nick in so many ways. They were trying to make everything good again. Nick did get me started in this, and I thank him for that very much. As for Melanie Martin, Aaron's ex-fiance, she shared this tear-filled moment on TikTok. Oh, man. Let yourself mourn. Why are you going on camera immediately? <laughs> the two welcomed a son. I mean, I get it, but like... I don't think TikTok's the place to be because you're going to get comments like your husband's a loser who killed himself and is no longer around to be a father and was a drug addict. Those aren't the words of me. I'm just being frank. That's what people are going to write and then you're going to see it like go off the grid, 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 grid. Good moment on TikTok. <laughs> the two welcomed a son last year. In a statement to ET, she says, quote, I haven't slept since it happened. I don't think I will be okay. I'm in complete shock and denial. Yeah, I mean, I can see why she would be. But you got to get your sleep, man. I personally, now that I get up at 3.45 a.m. every day to produce the Pat and Aaron show from 6 to 9 a.m. on 95.3 WDAE and a.m. 6.20, um... I go to bed by 8.30. People will be like, hey, you want to go out clubbing or whatever? I'm like, no, I can't. It's just, you know, I went through some hard times and some difficult things. At home, Aaron was usually surrounded by friends, but things looked a little different before he died. To be honest, when I got there, <clears throat> the day the incident happened, there was no friends was there. I was really surprised. It was just me and Melanie and Melanie families, you know, a few people. But people, I used to see him every day in his house on his FaceTime. Nobody was there. Sadly, he probably burned bridges. Whoa. I mean, what a shocker. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying he probably burned bridges. That's why it's kind of concerning me. What happened? The 34. He died. And we'll find out soon. What happened? The 34-year-old's body was discovered in a bathtub at his home. <sighs> Sad, man. But there's no official cause of death known at this time. We'll find out in about two weeks. Or they'll pull up Bob Saget and completely cover it up. Yeah, we're going to act like that wasn't weird at all. I'm not saying we need to know. But the fact that the family was like, you can't find out. Like, what did your dad die of?
As we wait for more details, his peers are paying tribute. Uh, sending our love out to the family definitely crossed circles multiple times. That, um, let me see what this is. This is uh, Raven Simone. Um, you notice that all the answers for Nick Carter are like, yeah, we're sending love and that. Like, I'm not saying none of it's heartfelt, but you can definitely tell he burned bridges because it's not like anything's off the cuff. Like, if one of your best friends dies, you're going to be able to go off the cuff and say, I have this memory or this or that. But everything's like the same. It's like, I'm sorry for his family. He was really talented. It's like the same things. Family definitely crossed circles multiple times within the music industry and obviously the industry. My heart goes out to Nick. Um, such a tragedy. And I think we really do need to uh, get the world in order so that we can start focusing on mental health. It's a Yeah, I agree. I agree. You're not saying anything that's wrong, Raven. The publisher behind the late Aaron Carter's memoir has decided to postpone releasing it out of respect for the Carter family. The unfinished memoir received major backlash as it was being pushed to print without approval, according to Carter's... Yeah, you know, they threw, they really threw that in there. They're like, print the book, no! ...print without approval, according to Carter's management team, who previously stated, this is a time for mourning and reflection, not heartless money grab and attention seeking. Wow. I'm not one to like critique anything. I'm just kidding. Uh, but whoever put the levels on this video and peel back the curtains, I mean, the background music like overpowering her voice. Who previously stated, this is a time. I, I mean, come on now. Come on now. All right. We're going to come back. And uh, Giselle Bunchen was seen getting dinner with uh, Jiu-Jitsu teacher and i'm not saying she's just trying to rub it in tom's face but i'm kind of saying it well because she was no longer rubbing it in his face happy hour happy hour happy hour will be right back rubbing them on his face uh this following segment uh, what do i transition now with this following segment's been brought to you by rich Kaylee. he would love that uh at richkbarber.com when i tell you that he is the best barber in all the bay area i'm a man of my words you go to richkbarber.com you sign up you might have to wait a few days and when you go there tell him i sent you he's over at salon loft on kennedy boulevard right next door to mcdonald's for all the info richkbarber.com Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, this little guy. Buddy, if I had a peanut, I'd give it to you. Hey, who's got a peanut for turtle face? Don't, he's allergic. It's time to turn Happy on. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The other stations are tuned in too. Ah, time is short, but I am not. Let's get right into it. <laughs> he never holds back and he speaks his mind welcome back to hoppy hour 
Giselle Bunchen seems like she may be moving on in paradise. Giselle is the beginning of this video is cut up. First, you got Entertainment Tonight Canada having the music being a little too loud. And then you have them editing videos. Giselle Bunchen seems. Oh, that was my fault. But I'm going to blame everybody else because I'm a narcissist. Giselle Bunchen seems like she may be moving on in paradise. Okay. The 42-year-old model was spotted in photos on a dinner date in Costa Rica <gasps> with her Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor, Joaquim Valente, yeah. on Saturday night. The dinner didn't seem totally for romantic purposes, though. as the No, it was to rub it in Tom's face. I mean, that's all she's doing. He's won the last two games since getting a divorce. And that's totally a coincidence. <laughs> if you ever want to see a man who's dedicated, post-breakup, that work ethic is when a man's really dedicated. I'm not saying he's not dedicated before, but you get kind of laxed. You get kind of lazy in a relationship. And man, I'm not saying women don't glow up after a relationship ends, but you put on a pound of makeup and you look beautiful. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, like she moves out quickly, but it's the slow grind of the man. Like you check back in six months and you're like, oh my God, he really took that breakup personally. He went on to win seven more Super Bowls. Some of two brought along her children. 12-year-old son, Benjamin, and 9-year-old daughter, Vivian, mm -hmm. according to Page Six's pics. She's like, hey, guys, let's uh, piss off dad. Giselle has been taking jiu-jitsu lessons from Joaquim at his studio, Valente Brothers Self-Defense Gym in Miami, for quite some time now. Back in February, she posted a video compilation to her Instagram, learning from Joaquim and fighting him. They're showing videos of uh, her social media that she's put up of her rolling around with the teacher. And the way they're doing it, it doesn't even look serious. It looks like they're just trying to prove that they've done a little bit of class and not just banging. It's very weird. Like there's some sexual energy to them fighting. <laughs> and she captioned the post, writing in part, I believe the more tools we have in our toolbox, the better. I feel stronger, more confident, and empowered since I started practicing self-defense. I feel it's an important skill for all, but especially for us women. Thank you at Valente Brothers for being awesome teachers and for making training so much fun. I'm looking forward to keep improving. Let yeah, you know he's laying down, the Valente brother or brothers are laying down after hanging out with her and they're like, hey, can you give us a quick plug on social media? Let's go. Giselle's dinner date comes just two weeks after she and football star Tom Brady's divorce was finalized yep. after being married for 13 years. Are you going to talk about the success that Tom's had? Earlier this month, Tom spoke out on his Sirius XM podcast, Let's Go with Tom. Which is brought to you by AARP. So, Tom, what do you think about your play last weekend? Well, I think it was good and we need to improve. This is being brought to you by AARP. This is being brought to you by Midas. Oh my God, the amount of commercials in that podcast by Jim Gray is just nauseating. I get why they're doing it, but doesn't mean it's not annoying. Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray. And he opened up about going public with his divorce from Giselle. Tommy, there's an awful lot going on in your life uh, away from the football field. You're very Here's why I despise Jim Gray, not because of that voice. Uh it's more of the fact that uh 
Jim Gray was a part of the decision in 2010, which was the dorkiest thing LeBron did, not joining the Lakers with the, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. Yeah, Jim Gray was the one that was the host of that scripted uh, interview, which actually kind of makes sense of why he would be on a scripted show with Tom Brady. He needs a script. He's like Jim Rome. This divorce from Giselle. Tommy, there's an awful lot going on in your life uh, away from the football field. You're a very public figure, and your personal life uh, spills over, and it's created, I'm sure, a number of challenges for you this season. Yeah, Jim. You know, I think there's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And wow, he's getting really deep into this. Obviously, the good news is things. it's a very amicable situation, and I'm really focused on two things, and taking care of my family, and certainly my children, and secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work, and then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home, and all you can do is the best you could do. And that's what I'll just continue to do as long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad. The 45-year-old called their split, quote, amicable, saying that he is focused on his children and football, but it is challenging compartmentalizing between his professional life and personal life. Well, I think that's what being a professional is. So I've dealt with a lot of challenging situations on and off the field over 23 years, and a lot of it does play out, um, you know, in front of a lot of people. So, you know, it's, I think, the interesting thing for you know, football. It's not, I love how he says a lot of people like he's like Brian Hoyer or some backup quarterback. It's happening in front of the whole world, bud. Um, you know, in front of a lot of people. So yeah, you know, it's. I think the interesting thing for you know football player, athlete in general is you know you're out there. I always say we're not actors. You know, even though we're on TV. Yeah. You know that is our real self out there. We're trying to do our best that's how people really have gotten to know me over the years by being on tv and that is and uh that's true but i would say the actors are the refs i mean they have been horrible this year it's an authentic self that's out there to compete with my teammates every day yeah and you're giving all you can to the team and you know everyone's going through different things we all have our unique challenges in life and mm -hmm. we're all humans and we do the best we could do and I have incredible parents that have always taught me the right way to do things. You go, Tommy. Uh, you know, I want to be a great father to my children. Uh, I always try to do things the right way as well. And to deal with things that in your life uh, that have challenges, you want to deal with them in the best possible way. All right. 856-49-HOPPY. Hey, it's Amir for Hollywood Life with your news and entertainment, and we're starting off with John Aniston and his passing at 89 years old. Today, his daughter, Jennifer Aniston, mourned his loss with a series of photos of the two of them over the years on her Instagram as she paid tribute to her sweet papa with a touching caption. Jen wrote, quote, You are one of the most beautiful humans I ever knew. I am so grateful that you went soaring into the heavens in peace and without pain. Now, for those of you who might not know, John was a long-standing staple of the TV industry, and he appeared in a number of different shows during his 60-year career, including... Okay, but now let's talk about Dave Chappelle and Kanye West. During the comedian's... I skipped through it because I didn't think anybody wanted to hear someone's resume. 
Dave Chappelle and Kanye West. During the comedian set on Saturday Night Live, Dave directly addressed Ye and his hateful comments that led to the Chicago native being dropped from collaborative deals with Adidas, Balenciaga, and many more. The 41-year-old also went on to address the Yeezy designer's mental state, and he bluntly stated that he doesn't think he's crazy, but that he's, quote, possibly not well. In addition to this set, we also reported that Dave was allegedly being boycotted by SNL staff writers ahead of his appearance. But what did you all think of Dave's show? Share your thoughts in the comments, please. And hit the sub like and bell button. Even if what Dave Chappelle said is awful, your short life should not be involved getting offended over a rich comedian that has no idea who you are. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Happy hour. Happy hour. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment's been brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at AmirAcademy.com. When I tell you that Amir is the best around, I'm a man of my words. I wouldn't lie to you. So go to AmirAcademy.com. It's got women's self-defense classes, kids' classes. It's got regular classes you want to be an M you want to be an mma fighter he's got those classes he's got his own little workout room dumbbells benches machines boxing bags he's got everything but you gotta go you gotta sign up you can't keep listening to my live reads and then going why is nothing happening to my body for all the info it's richkitbarber.com happy hour happy hour Listen to me, Randy. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. That the other stations are tuned in to. Oh, yeah. 856 49 hobby 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hobby Radio. And you can always email me, Ryan Hobby Radio at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, I don't know why you're not listening on the iHeartRadio app. You can use the talkback feature as well. Also, we're on all platforms. Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spreaker, Mixcloud, Amazon Music, Odyssey. That's about it. Apple Podcasts, all of them. iHeartRadio. Search up Poppy Radio. H-O-P-P-E Radio. Also, go to quadpod.com slash Ryan Hoppy. Q-O-D. P-O-D.com slash Ryan Hoppy. And Z-Radio Live. Every Thursday at 5 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. Central, we're on ZRadioLive.com. ZRadio Live on all social media and on Odyssey and TuneIn. All righty. Back to bashing celebrities only on Happy Hour. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. No! Happy Hot Topic!
What the hell is going on with Ari? I got to skip about six seconds ahead so I don't play her song. So if it's in the middle of a sentence, I'm sorry. But this is what Ariana Grande appreciates most about her husband. Husband Dalton Gomez are going strong. I'm happy. Life is good. A source tells ET the singer and her hubby are doing really well as a married couple. Yeah, it's like he's like a normal Pete Davidson, like... I'm not saying he's a rebound, but my God, it's like an identical person. Dalton really just loves Ariana and goes out of his way to make her happy and show her how important she is to him. He's a good guy. It's all romantic. The source adds that Dalton is very supportive and constantly cheering her on. I feel her love every day. Seems the lovebirds are in married bliss. Just like waking up and being like, hell yeah. Do you know what I mean? According to our source, it's the little things that mean the most to her. It shows her how much she really matters to him, which she really appreciates. So no matter what, I'm grateful. Ariana and Dalton tied the knot back in May 2021 in an intimate ceremony in California after one year of dating. Ari's largely kept their love life out of the spotlight. It's like I'm very sharing, but I'm also like kind of private. I don't know. But earlier this year, she gave fans a rare glimpse into her romance with Dalton. With this pic of the couple sharing a kiss. It was like so crazy. Now, you know those pictures that you took in like 2009 with a crappy iPhone that looks like it was inside of a potato? I say crappy, it was nice at the time. That's what that picture looked like, man. She's really trying to keep him off the grid, 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 because it was not very obvious. It was him, 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 him. It was very blurry. Now, while Ariana is enjoying married life, she's also been working on the highly anticipated film adaptation of Wicked. She stars as Glinda alongside Cynthia Erivo, who's taking on the role of Elphaba. It's special that the both of us are working really, really hard and we're trying to bring you something that you might not expect. It is and it's really teaching me patience because she's such a brat. Not going to veer too far away, hopefully, from the stage, but I think you'll get more from it now. I think you'll get more of the story of the two of these wonderful characters who have lots of life to give. Yeah. We know this film will give us nothing but great vocals from these two. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> A56, 49 happy. Speaking of irrelevant, Taylor Lautner. No, I'm not talking about myself. I'm so popular. <laughs> No, Taylor Ladner, 2010 cold. What's going on with my Farmville? Taylor Lautner is a married man. The Twilight star tied the knot with longtime love Tay Dome on Friday, November 11th, exactly one year after their engagement, according to- Yeah, that's nice. Uh, by the way, uh, the thing is, she's really in love with him. Cause she doesn't get any perks of hanging out with him. He's been irrelevant for 11 years. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying like, it's not like she's marrying Robert Pattinson. According to the Daily Mail, the outlet obtained photos and videos of the two in their wedding attire, Taylor in a tuxedo, and his bride in a flowing white gown with floral detailing. The two could be seen sharing kisses and posing with their wedding party. According to the Daily Mail, the couple held their special day at a winery in Templeton, California, and had roughly 100 loved ones present. It's a lot of people. Access Hollywood has reached out to Taylor's team for comment. Oh, I bet they're going to The Scream Queen's actor first debuted his relationship with Tay back in 2018. And he popped the question last November on 11-11. Let me tell you, that day that he announced he had, a, he had a girlfriend in 2018, everybody was like, no! He's off the market! Earlier this year, he told Access Hollywood how the romantic moment went down. 
So this is one of the things I love about her the most. She always has said, I don't want anything special. I don't want anything big and grand. Like, And he loves it because he's like, I'm not that rich. I mean, I'm rich as hell, but I'm not contributing any money to my bank account lately. I can't afford to be going out on rich dates. So when she's like a low-key girl, he's like, yes, I get to save my money so I can have a comfortable living the rest of my life about her the most she always has said i don't want anything special i don't want anything big and grand like i just I do it in the kitchen like i i love cooking so i make us food all the time in the kitchen and we just eat you know like yeah that's what he meant i wanted it to be they do it in the kitchen like kelly ripa counter and she's like one night after we eat like in the kitchen that's all i want simple so i did do it in the kitchen but i i did it big in the kitchen i she was away and I got tons of flowers and candy. All right, man. I don't care anymore. 856-49-HOPPY. Hey, Leno is reportedly on the mend. NBC News has confirmed. Yeah, Jay Leno survived. 72-year-old former host of The Tonight Show mm-hmm. missed a Forum 22 conference in Las Vegas on Sunday due to a, quote, serious medical emergency. An email was sent to Forum 22 attendees from the financial brand sharing the news of Jay's absence, which read in part, his family was not able to provide us very many details, but there was a very serious medical emergency that is preventing Jay from traveling. All we know is that he is alive. So our prayers go out to him and his family tonight. And the other thing is, you know, there's a lot of people that probably paid a lot of money to go to that conference or whatever he was going to. And then he doesn't show up and they're like, oh, wow. No, I'm trying to be a dick. I'm just thinking about the contrarian side. TMZ reports that the comedian suffered serious burns to his face on Sunday when one of his cars erupted into flames without warning. The outlet shared that sources with direct knowledge of the situation say the flames burned the left side of his face but did not penetrate his eye or his ear. Okay. Jay revealed to Access Hollywood that he is okay, saying, quote, I got some serious burns from a gasoline fire. Yeah. I am okay. okay. Just need a week or two to get back on my feet. I mean, that's good. I always liked him. I didn't think he was like an amazing host or amazingly funny, but I never got to hate, man. I thought he was good. Over the past few years, Jay has rebranded himself as a hardcore car enthusiast. He kind of comes off like a relatable millionaire. You know what I mean? Like he's like that relatable guy. Like he never got huge numbers, I believe, on the East or West Coast, but the Midwest people love them some Jay Leno. As he started a show on CNBC back in 2015 called Jay Leno's Garage, which showcases his passion for all things automotive. Jay stopped by to chat with Access Hollywood's Mario Lopez and Kit Hoover in September 2022 as the seventh season of Jay Leno's Garage was premiering. And he shared what makes the show so successful, and he revealed one of his favorite guests of all time. It's a car show. For example, a lot of times you you have people that love cars, obviously. But a lot of times you find a celebrity and they go, you know, I don't know anything about cars. And I say, did your parents have cool cars? Well, my dad had an old Cadillac and we would go for ice cream every Sunday in it. So so we find that model Cadillac, we pick up the star, we go for ice cream. It's it's a rolling version of The Tonight Show, except sort of you're in a car. And there's something disarming about it. People feel freer to talk in a car as opposed to. Plus, the other thing is when I book people, I call them and go, look. I don't care about your cocaine bust. I'm not interested in your divorce. This is not a gotcha. I don't care about your DUI. We're just talking about car. Okay. And then when they know I'm not going to go there. I don't care that you did a bunch of bad things. Let's make money. Happy hour.
Happy Hour. Hour will be right back. Oh, yeah. This following segment was brought to you by Fitzage Fitness on that. When I tell you that Devin Prasad is the best in the Bay, he is the best trainer. I'm a man of my words. Fitzage Fitness on that has different subscriptions. You don't have to be in Tampa Bay. You can do virtual workouts, but you got to make it happen, Captain. For all the info, FitzageFitness.com. And while you're at it, why don't you check out? Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having Oops, wrong button. Hey, that was my old sponsor. Hey, if you want to check out a great website besides fitsagefitness.net, it would be ryanhoppyradio.com. That's the website. Happy hour. Happy hour. Well, it was good while it lasted, I guess. But Sheriff, the glory hole is the pride and joy of Dougal County. Fella found an even older glory hole two towns over. Lord knows I ain't looking forward to telling the tourism board about this. Such an elegant concept. A simple, lowly hole to commemorate his glory. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. The other stations are tuned in too. Oh, happy hot topic! Hey, it's Amir from Hollywood Life with your music news, and we're starting today with a somber update on Takeoff. On Friday, the rapper's funeral took place, and not too long after, Quavo, who was his uncle, took to Instagram to mourn the passing of his fellow Migos member. The 31-year-old shared a heartbreaking tribute as he reflected on their memories from being children, and he vowed to keep Takeoff's name alive forever. Cardi B also shared a heartwarming post in memory of the fellow rapper. Recall Takeoff passed away almost two weeks ago after a shooting at a Houston bowling alley. The Hollywood Life fan will continue to send our best during this difficult time. Switching gears to Nick Cannon and his pockets. Now it's why. Yeah, his pockets are going to be empty soon with all the kids he has. And he's totally not a deadbeat dad. Shut up! Because when you have 11 kids, you're totally able to give 11 kids equal attention. Shut up! While doing a morning radio show, a TV show, a mass singer, and knocking up four other women. You give all your kids equal attention that are in different houses in a major city like Los Angeles where there's a lot of traffic. You're so not a deadbeat. Shut up! known that the TV star has 12 children, including the one that he just had with Abby De La Rosa. But just how much does it cost to support all of them? Well, during an interview with The Neighborhood Talk, Nick did not shy away from answering this, and he even made an estimate that the amount he pays per year is more than $3 million. We should also note that this amount might even go up soon since he is expecting his 13th child with Alyssa Scott. And for those of you wondering, Nick made it clear that he will probably never be on child support and that he doesn't plan to ever participate in the governmental system. Yeah, I don't really care that much. I'm just trying to knock up women and it feels so good. I can only wonder how much he'll be paying if he has 15 children. Oh, who cares? Ever. All right, but speaking of more children, Rihanna is reportedly having baby fever once again. And ASAP Rocky's like, oh man, getting a little older. <sighs> Never mind. According to an Entertainment Tonight source, Rihanna would love to have more children with ASAP in the future. She always dreamed of being a mom, and she takes a lot of pride in it. Now oh, that's good. Oh, man. I would do anything to have, like, a CD. Oh, a CD, I sound ancient. 
Let's get the tape player out. <laughs> no, I would love to see her release a new album and the album just be phenomenal. Just be like a mix of her different eras, 2005 to like maybe 2011, Rihanna. And just, uh, it'd be a good, you know, album. You're so busy being a responsible adult. Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski are two of Hollywood's hottest singles. And yeah. Now fans are speculating that the pair may be seeing more of each other lately. So I'm friends with a lot of local comedians on Facebook and the jealousy of Pete Davidson over the last seven, eight years has always been nauseating and full of jealousy and small D energy. Anybody who hates Pete Davidson because of how he looks doesn't get why women like him and don't get why women don't like them. Oh my God, I can't believe Pete Davidson gets a lot of... Yeah, he's cool. He's nice. He's handsome in an ugly way. You know what I mean? It's it's very funny to me. He's doing something right. He's the one getting laid. After an internet tipped, the celebrity gossip Instagram account Dumois claimed the pair were seen getting cozy in Brooklyn. Yeah. Twitter users went crazy over the surprise pairing. It's not really a surprise. She's single and beautiful. He's single and beautiful. Truly nobody in human history. Uh, so they're going to read tweets for the next two minutes of people speculating about a relationship that we don't know is official. Welcome to Celebrity News. What's going on with uh, Michelle and Barack Obama's kids? Michelle and Barack Obama are some pretty cool parents. Can you imagine swiping right on them on Bumble? I'm talking about Michelle. Rawr. The former first lady opened up about her daughter. That was weird. Sasha and Malia's dating lives during a sit down with Robin Roberts on a 2020 special. Your girl. I always thought Michelle was so sexy. Oh my God. <laughs> Those muscles she has. Oh my God. Don't hurt me. Although I would kind of like it. 2020 special. Your girls are dating around. As you <laughs> How do you feel about that? I think it's wonderful. I want them to know what they want and who. Yeah. Who they are in a relationship. and Which one of them is bisexual? That that takes trying on some some people. Yeah. Michelle noted that President Obama is also totally oh. fine with it, too. It's got to be weird when you're the person having sex with one of his daughters and you have to go up and meet the well-spoken man who, you know, probably blinks and doesn't look you directly in the eye when you're speaking to him. So, oh, oh. well, maybe that's how a little does, How risque. does your husband feel about that? I mean, he's what, good. He's good that, with it, too. No, okay. he is, you know, he he is managing. He's learned how to be a, a concerned black father, but not crazy. It's really no surprise Michelle and Barack are so happy the girls are becoming, quote, themselves. After all, the two are the ultimate parents. I've always wondered about that relationship. Any cheating there? Even in this empty nester state. I don't care anymore. 856-494-6773. Speaking of famous people. Now, it's no secret Harry Styles has outpaced the other members of One Direction when yeah. it comes to the success of his solo career. Yeah, and while speaking candidly with The Telegraph, former bandmate Louis Tomlinson admitted Harry's success in comparison to his own was a little bit of a hard pill to swallow, saying, quote, I'd be lying if I said it didn't bother me at first, but it's not surprising to me that Harry's the most commercially successful because he really fits the mold of a modern star. 
Louis further explained, at first he was irked by Harry's success because it took him a while to work out where he stood in the music industry, post-split from One Direction. But don't worry, there is no bad blood between the pair, with Louis telling the Telegraph, quote, I look on Harry like a brother man. I have a lot of pride for what he's doing. And when we spoke with Louis last month... Oh, I'm sure there's no jealousy there. Because <laughs> when he talks about the jealousy and all these things he admitted in the quote, it's totally past tense. <laughs> None of it is the opinions of 2022, Louis. Louis. He reiterated that although the band has gone their separate ways, they still support each other's solo projects. Yeah, they had to get away from that one weird dude. What was his name, Zane? Take a look. All right, play the clip. Do you hear from your fellow One Direction fans and, and, and band members, you know, when you are putting out new music like this? Do you feel the support from everyone? Yeah, it's probably more likely to come on the album. Because um, yeah. you know what it's like these days, there's, there's, there's so many different singles. We'd be texting each other every, every other week. <laughs> it's um, true. Normally around the album, like that's when I normally make sure to try and text the lads and I'm sure yeah. they'll do the same. Um, but um, I, yeah, a couple of the lads did text me actually over the singles. I don't care anymore. I don't even know what he's saying. <sighs> Speaking of boy bands Privacy is key For Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas mm -hmm. The pair who got married in France in 2019 Like to keep their romance low key Yeah It's good because then when you break up There's really no info out there And the Grammy winner just told Mr. Porter In a new interview why it is important Their love stays out of the public eye Quote I want to feel like an open book, but when we started dating, I realized that I didn't have a ton of stuff that was just for me. And in the end, it makes me a better person to have something for myself, he told a magazine. However, the Cake by the Ocean singer does acknowledge that being in the public eye is part of what he has to deal with as a famous actor and singer. Quote, I come back to why I do this. I'm still so grateful to do this, so if being in the public eye comes with some of the drama and the eye rolling, and if you have to swat some beef with a person you met once, then so be it. Besides, if it means I get to wake up and do this another day, then it's all worth it. In the candid interview, the DNCE frontman also opens up about fatherhood, specifically how it feels having two children. I forgot he's a father. Quote, I'm a little less scared. You don't need to check their pulse constantly to make sure they're breathing. You get over those fears, adding, I feel like a kid raising kids. Joe and Sophie share two children. They welcomed their first child, a daughter named Willa, in July 2020. They welcomed their second child in 2022, but have not. Oh, that's cool. And they haven't released a name. Who cares if they do or not? It's not really that important to our lives. Hey, it's Amir for Hollywood Life with your news and entertainment. And we're starting off with John Aniston and his passing at 89. All right. I believe we already played this video. Sorry. If you're listening this far in, you can forgive me. Kourtney Kardashian can't stop gushing about Travis Barker. Oh, that's good. The Poosh founder took to Instagram on Monday to share a loving message about the Blink-182 drummer on his 47th birthday. Yeah. I am beyond grateful for the day you were born. Happy birthday to the husband of my dreams, my soulmate, Travis Barker. You She's really going on, on a limb saying the husband of my dreams because you're going to have Scott being like, how dare she? I was so great the way I was obsessive and crazy and talentless. And not like Kardashian talentless, like really talentless. 
You have changed my life forever. She wrote in the caption. Yeah. Travis reacted in the comments saying, my soulmate, I love you forever. That's good. In about two years, it's like, I'll never want to talk to you forever. Uh, speaking of news in America, that's not actually in America, that transition field. Again, if you're listening this far in, I've been talking for an hour. Give me a break. Take two. Speaking of news that is huge worldwide, but not in America. They're trying to force you out. Yes, not only the coach, but the other two or three guys there around the club. Manchester United has entered the chat amid claims from Cristiano Ronaldo. He seems like such a douchebag. On November 13th, a clip from the soccer star's upcoming interview with Pierce Morgan was released on social media, (gasps) during which the 37-year-old alleged he's being forced off the team. Yeah, you're old. He seems like such a baby. I want to get into soccer. I've tried so hard. It's just not my vibe, man. It's just not really my thing. They're trying to get rid of you. Any sport that can end in a draw, at least hockey, it's going to end with somebody winning. But soccer, oh, we're going to end with the high score of 0-0. How exciting. Honestly, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. But listen, I, I don't care. I'm always, people should listen to true. Yes, I feel betrayed. and I, f- I don't care, but I'm going to say I feel betrayed. So I do care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't be doing this interview. Whoa, a soccer player being hypocritical? Who would have thought that coming? Felt that some people that don't want me here, not only. <sighs> I don't care this year oh god he's so douchey i bet like you'll be on a yacht and then the girl hangs out with him she's like man i like being on a fancy yacht but he's the worst he seems like he'd be awful to be around this year the warm and fuzzy feeling of flying to see loved ones yeah. is also being served with the side of sticker shock with uh, that was a good one-liner Airfares soaring ahead of the holidays. Mm-hmm. What should people's expectations be right now if they're trying to book flights to see their families? We're going to see airfares well over $400, probably many over $1,000, especially those coastal flights from east to west coast and back. The deal-finding app Hopper that sells tickets shows September prices are up almost 40% from this time a year ago. Yeah. What are you going to do about inflation, Biden? I love all the liberals that are like, we won. We won the midterm elections. You didn't win anything. Every politician sucks. Happy hour. Happy hour. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.